0: And we welcome you to Dodger Poke Report, where this afternoon we have a very, very, very special guest, right-handed pitcher in the Dodgers organization from League City, Texas. Braden Fisher joins Dodger Poke. So, Braden, thank you so much for joining.
1: Well, thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here.
0: Okay, man. I'm going to start you out with a little bit of a lighthearted moment here. And I don't mean to hurt your feelings, but I think you probably know this. Hey, you're not the most famous baseball player ever to come out of League City. Did you know that? Oh uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> Jay Buner, he went to uh, he went to Clear Clear Creek, I believe. He went to Clear Falls. So is that a big rivalry talk about is Jay Buner a big name in League City?
1: Oh yeah. I mean you go over to Clear Creek's field and they have his a big old poster in the outfield nice. says Jay Buner and all the other guys that they have that went to the major leagues. But we're um, Clear Creek is kind of a, a older school and clear falls is, is newer. So, um, we're just right down the street from each other though. So yeah, the rival the rivalry is there, especially for football and baseball, but it's fun. Yeah. So you
0: got to play for Eddie Youngblood, who's been in coaching for over three decades. That's dear to my heart cause I'm approaching three decades myself. So mm-hmm. talk about your experience, getting to play for him and being a knight.
1: Oh man, it was awesome. I had a lot of fun. Eddie's a great guy. Um, Coach Youngblood, should I say, and uh, great guy knows the game well. Teaches it the right way. Um, I just he uh, taught me a lot through the high school through my high school career. He 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 teaches kids how to be good players on the field. He teaches them how to be good men off the field. He teaches you how to respect the game, and and I love that. So so yeah, Eddie helped me with a
0: lot. So the way I understand it, you didn't get real heavy in the tournament circuit, the perfect game, that kind of thing, until your senior year. Would that be correct?
1: Um, I mean, I, I played perfect game a few times. We we like to do five-tool was okay, the, yeah, was yeah. what my select team liked to do. But, yeah, perfect game was mostly towards the end of high school. Um, I went to that World Woodback uh, Association game in Jupiter or tournament in Jupiter, Florida with GBG. And, uh, that was really the only real big one that I went to, but th- it was pretty fun. So,
0: so your yeah. senior year, you threw 73.2 innings, you went 11 and two, mm-hmm. you had a 1.43 ERA. You struck out 110. You also, from an offensive perspective, you were a two way player. You hit 393 with 37 RBI. So i got to ask you, you ever take BP?
1: No, man, I oh. wish I could. I know I gave them, I was in their ear all the time about it when I first got drafted. Now I'm kind of used to not hitting, but I uh, nope, they don't let me swing. They oh, me that's too, oh, that
0: is too bad, man. Maybe you get one round of BPN before before you hang it up, but anyways, you have the big senior year and then you commit to Lamar and then you get drafted in the fourth round of the 2018 draft. So obviously, Lamar in beaumont texas there that's a great opportunity great baseball so you had a great opportunity there but anytime you get drafted in the fourth round and then it says dodgers by it that's probably a no-brainer right
1: (laughs) oh yeah yeah for me it was for me it was i uh i really i i love baseball and i'm i'm not a big school guy so i figured any opportunity i could get to just dedicate my life to baseball and baseball only was was a good opportunity so that's why I uh withdrew from not withdrew but didn't go to Lamar and chose to sign with the Dodgers and I think it was the best decision I made.
0: So I know you have a very close knit family, so I'm sure draft day was pretty awesome for you. Take us through what that day was like, the moments leading up to hearing your name, the moments the moments
1: afterwards. Oh man, it was it was awesome. It was just me and my parents. Um Excuse me. It was just me and my parents and we were sitting there watching it on TV and um you know, my my agent had called and he had told me some some things about when I might go and stuff. So in those moments we kinda locked in and sure enough, the Dodgers picked me at uh I wanna say it was pick one thirty four or one forty three and mm-hmm. and uh, watching my name roll across the screen was pretty cool and <laughs> my parents started you know crying and stuff. Well. And uh it, it was very cool. Yeah. That's absolutely it was awesome.
0: Yeah. That's absolutely amazing that experience. And, and I mean, is it almost surreal like, surreal? like, you know, your agent tells you and you hear about it. But then actually, whenever mm-hmm. you get the phone call and you talk about, hey, I'm actually a professional baseball player, that has to be an amazing moment.
1: Oh, yeah. It was. I, I honestly, honestly, with you, I didn't feel like I was a Dodger. Until I put the, the uniform on in wow. the ACL for the first time, because it's got the it's the Dodger oh, yeah. uniform in the ACL. So so that was when I felt it at first. Obviously, I knew I was, but when I was really like, "Wow, this is really cool," was when I put the uniform on. Wow, a very cool experience for
0: you. So 2018, you spent the rest of that year in the ACL, and then in 2019, you know, in the ACL there, you had a sub. One ERA to finish your year in 2018, so you carried a lot of momentum into your second year, actually your first full year of professional baseball in 2019. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I know you probably don't want to talk about this a lot, but we'll address it and move on from it. But the the, the hyperextended elbow in spring training of 20 uh-huh. training of 2019, so you had all this momentum, and then you mm-hmm. you don't even get 2019 in because of the elbow surgery that you eventually had. Then 2020 gets canceled, so that had to be frustrating, didn't it?
1: Yeah, it was. But um looking back on it, it was probably the best thing that could have happened for me. I uh I mean, I was a eighteen year old kid coming out of high school, didn't really know much about baseball, sure. I was just going out there and being athletic. And um I think having that opportunity to dedicate time towards making my body how it needs to be. You know, I there was a lot of older guys in rehab with me that helped me out, one being Zach McAllister. I don't oh, know if you know that name. Absolutely. But, uh, but, um, he helped me through a lot. And, uh, so it actually, it was a blessing. I, um, got stronger, got mentally stronger, got, you know, the, the fire to come back yeah. and play again. Um, but, and then 2020 comes around and COVID, yeah. COVID canceled the whole year, which again, wasn't the best, but. I see it as a blessing now because I got a whole nother year to, I basically just rehabbed for two years. So my arm's feeling great, you know, knock on wood. My elbow doesn't bother, bother me, Um, but yeah, I. that's all I got to say about it. It yeah. it was a good thing. It was, it, it was bad. I wish I could have played, but in the end I think it was, it was a good thing.
0: Yep. So you spent all of 2021 with Rancho and then, And then uh, you got moved up earlier this year after three outings from Rancho, two Great Lakes, Mm -hmm. and you've thrown very, very well from them uh, for them. So take us through post-2020 and and your last year of 2021 and so far this year here in 2022.
1: Okay. um, 2021, I mean, I started off pretty good. And, you know, my first full season playing however many games it was last year, Playing and it, it's hard. Yeah. I, I'm glad it's it's hard. I had never done it before. So, you know, everybody had told me, um, you know, you get tired, it's hard, it's a grind. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the dog days are the freaking dog days, that's for sure. <laughs> and so last year, I don't even remember stats or anything like that, but it wasn't the best. I think it was good for my first full year. Sure you know, experiencing it all, knowing what to expect for the next coming year. So so this year has actually been a lot easier. Yeah. You know. Um I was so tired by the end of last year. And yeah. I feel pretty good right now this year and we're you know, we're winning games left and right. The loons are a great team to be around and, you know, this group of guys is, is so much fun and um coaching staff's awesome. And like like you said, I'm I'm doing a little better this year than I was last year, but I'm just happy to go to the field every day, and it's it's going good.
0: Okay, another lighthearted moment. You're from League City, Texas, mm-hmm. which is in the Houston area, which is I'm mm-hmm. very familiar with that area. I've been through League City and to League City many, many different times playing baseball. So oh, okay. I know just how humid and hot it is down there. You're playing in oh, Midland, yeah. Michigan in April. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that had to be an adjustment, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was, yes. I had never been – I never been that cold in my life, <laughs> and I must... let alone playing <laughs> I am the softest yeah. human being on earth when it
0: comes to playing baseball or even coaching baseball in cold weather too so anytime I get a story like oh that gosh. I get a kick out of that
1: <laughs> yeah i uh we I think we were in um West Michigan for my first uh series where it was it started snowing Oh, on my the field goodness. and we were, we were playing. <laughs> And I was like, I can't believe we're playing right now, man. I was freezing. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, i never been in school in League like City. Yeah. Uh, you'd yeah, been out no, of school would've... for a week. Yep.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, man, one of the things that I've really noticed about you, other than the big hammer that you bring, that mm-hmm. curveball, is your ability to just handle the moment is what I call it, and your ability to pitch mm-hmm. under pressure. Man, you are so good when it counts the most. So, so how have you built that up? I mean, you, for kids out there – what is it about you and your personality and your confidence that allows you to produce in those moments?
1: Well, I mean, you know, growing up or like even just sitting there, you always want to be in those moments and those Mm -hmm. are the most fun ones. So I, if you, you know, I've, I've always wanted to be in there. So I think it's just, it's nothing different than just, you know, a little more heart rate. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. But, uh, but, no, I, I mean, you know, I know the situation and I know what I need to do. And I think it's just a more fun moment for me. And, you know what I mean, baseball's fun. So go out there, have some fun, and, you know, get the job done if I can.
0: Yeah, that's a great way to approach it, you know, even though you're a mm-hmm. professional and it's every day and it's a grind and, and man, you get tired. Of course, you talked about this year being a little bit easier for you. You still do mm-hmm. have to approach it as being fun on the field. So let's talk about – your stuff, you know, you have the big fastball and then, um, you have the curveball. And I know you, I think you did away with your two seam and added a, a cutter instead. Would that be correct?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yep. So talk yes, about sir. where your stuff's at uh, right
0: now and how you feel about it.
1: Well, um, pretty happy with it, actually. Uh, four seams good. It's this, you know, the same pitch I've always had. And then this, uh, spring training fun fact, uh, I was trying to get my slider to have a little more horizontal movement. Right. And uh, pitching coach Ian Walsh was telling me, he was like, throw it like a curveball, throw it like a curveball. And then after about a week or two of doing that, I had a curveball.
0: <laughs> <So, laughs> oh, really? Oh,
1: nice. yeah. <laughs> So I was like, man, this is kind of good. I should start, I should throw it in the game. That is awesome. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so I had the original. The original slider and then a curveball. And um, so, yeah, those are coming in spring training about, and then probably about, I don't even remember, two, three months ago, I was like, hey, you know what? I'm just going to mess around, and see if I can throw a cutter, see how hard I can throw it. And sure enough, it was pretty good. So, really, now I got all four. Yeah. How long did it take you to go game them. with it? Uh, the cutter, I mean, honestly, I kind of just like, Shift the seams a little bit, yeah, and then just throw it as hard as I can. So, so it's just more of a grip thing for you, huh? Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh wow, uh, yeah. That's a that's awesome. So you were just kind (laughs) of trying to get more more horizontal movement on your slider, and ended up with a curveball. And then we're just playing around one day. Yeah, yeah. And then we're playing around one day and just ended up with with a cutter. That that's amazing. Mm -hmm. So to get where we're at right now with your stuff, so. Hey, let's talk about for all the young men out there that want to become like you, a professional baseball player. You know, you have a great story for them. Like you said, like we talked earlier, you weren't in all the perfect game uh, tournaments until you were in some in Mm -hmm. some of the five tools. But but, you know, uh, then you also had the injury where you had to persevere through that. So for all the young Mm -hmm. men that want to become like you, that want to become professional baseball players uh, Mm -hmm. and pursue their dream like that, what is your message for them?
1: Hey, uh, just just have fun, love the game, you know, respect it. Um, it's not all about you know bat flips and K struts and all that stuff. You know, you I know that makes it fun, but yeah, go out there, do your thing, have fun, work hard. You know, um, your parents never never get mad at you for trying your hardest. So that's all I got to say. And baseball's fun when you win and you're you're good at it. So. That's all I got to say. If you love the game, you know, it, it'll come if you work hard enough.
0: We're going to finish this. And I know you have a lot of people in your life to thank for the position you're in. So mm. this is your chance to thank everybody who's helped you along the way.
1: Okay. Well, uh, all my coaches, all my, my parents, obviously they, all, I don't even know how much money they spent on me growing up. <laughs> I don't even want to ask. Cause one day I'll, I'll, I'll be trying to pay that back, but I don't want to know how much it is. Um, help them out for everything, man. You know, equipment, um, tournament fees, you know, gas getting all everywhere, hotels, um, just everything. And, uh, um, grandparents, obviously they're always supporting me. My coach is growing up. Coach, uh, coach Cam, coach Youngblood, coach Wheaton, all them. Thank y'all so much for everything. And, uh, yeah, that's it.
0: All right, man. As you can tell, this young man was grown up right. He has the absolute perfect perspective on everything in life, and that's that's why he's at where he's at. That combined with a whole lot of talent. If you've seen him pitch, you'll know that he has a lot of that. So, hey, Braden Fisher from League City, Texas, thank you so much for joining mm-hmm. Dodger Polk.
1: Thank you for having me, man. That was awesome.